What's up, everyone? Welcome to the Fuel Your Champion podcast. I'm your host, Sarah Acerbo. And today we have my best friend, one of my best friends, and my roommate, Angelica Obudinski or Angie. Or Angie. Yeah, it works. What's up? What's up, dude? So this is going to be a really casual podcast. It's going to be mostly just like a conversation between us. So we are both reading the book, Breaking the Habit of Being Yourself by Dr. Joe Dispenza. And it's not a sponsor, which would be really cool if you want to like send us a bunch of books or something. <laughs> I don't know. Or like give us free access to this retreat that's coming up. That'd be awesome. <laughs> but uh, we're just going to talk about what we've read so far. I'm only like maybe a, a fifth way through the book and it's like mind blowing. Like you and I are talking and I was like, I have to stop reading up to like 10 pages. I'm like, what my, like, I have to like reanalyze what did what I just read? read? Like, it's like mind blowing. Yeah. <laughs> the <laughs> first time I read it, I had to put it down and just like throw it in the trash. Cause I yes. was just like, I don't even know what I read. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so now that you gave me the book again, I was like, okay, this time I actually have to sit down, read page to page. No, no, no. It's more like paragraph yeah, to paragraph. Seriously. <laughs> seriously. No, but it's good though. Yeah, this is such a good book. And like you and I are both like super into like manifestation and like the numerology and like seeing like signs and universal like laws. gratitude, all of that. Universal laws. Yeah, all of that. And I think for myself, like before I knew anything about like this whole topic, I like I didn't understand. I thought it was just like, you know, people, oh yeah, self-care, like do a face mask and like right. you know I thought that was kind of what it was and it's not first of all that's not self-care that's not really side note right. but um yeah like the more I've realized like the more I've seen all these things actually impact my life and like the more I use it the more I see the results of it mm-hmm. the more I believe it but also like I'm I really like to see like data. I like to see how things work. Like I want to, I want to be explained it like, okay, that makes sense. Mm -hmm. So for me, when I'm learning, like I need to hear like the explanation. So this book is awesome for that science-based pretty much. Yeah. It's, it is science-based. Like he quotes like, uh, like studies all the time, period studies all the time. Mm -hmm. So like, it's, it's not woo woo. It's not like made up stuff. This is like actual science. This it's explaining practice too. He does it and he helps so many people overcome crazy traumatic experiences and illnesses. Illness is like cancer. He has cured people from cancer through their own mind. It's not like him trying to like hypnotize you or anything. It's, it's their own mind saving themselves it's crazy yeah yeah it is crazy and like obviously I'm very into like science like what I do with when I was like just doing athletic training uh and then now doing like some athletic training and coaching like I obviously take into account like science Mm -hmm. but I do see like this is science too you know so and I do think there's some like weird things like when you said like oh yeah like you know this person cured himself from cancer like I'd be like oh that's kind of that's bs right but I do think that is the case sometimes, but maybe we should talk about like, kind of like the universal, maybe not all the universal laws, but like how, like you only someone, like not a lot of people can like do it, mm-hmm. but aren't manifesting, manifesting correctly. If that makes sense. I think there is, there's definitely a technique. I truly believe that there are certain laws that you have to follow in order for the world to work the way it does. 
for example, gravity. That's the greatest example. Yeah. You, there's no way around it unless you go into space, you know, like mm -hmm. the earth has a core and so we gravitate towards it. Yeah. And so that's one of the laws is I'm going to look up the laws. Like the 12 remember. of them. Yeah. I know there is, um, I know like a few. Yeah. Off the top of my head. Yeah. So which ones do you know? Uh, there's like the law of like, well, cause and effect or like yes. karma, right? Yep. Exactly. So what you do onto me, I will do onto you because we're all a reflection of each other. Mm -hmm. I notice that all the time now. I can't like <laughs> unsee it. <laughs> Once you learn about this stuff, it's like, there's no going back. You will constantly be aware of it like throughout yeah. your life. Yeah. So there's like 12. We're not going to go through all 12 right now. Maybe that'd be a different podcast. That's awesome. But the one I think everyone knows the most is the law of attraction. If you've heard of like the book or the movie, like the secret, that's what that's based off of um, that law. So that's part of manifestation. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure. So basically the law of attraction is you know, if you put out good energy, if you're a good person, like you're going to attract that basically sort of like karma as well. But I don't think people, and we could probably just talk about this particular law today, to be honest. I think it kind of goes with like what we're Absolutely. talking about, yeah. but, um, people don't realize that they're manifesting bad things <laughs> like all the time, <laughs> but you know, it's, it's subconscious. It's subconscious. it's subconscious because their whole life on unsubconsciously like they did this to themselves so it was through trauma it was through their parents their parents could pass on this trauma this like subconscious belief it's all a belief so maybe i'm in school and what's a good example um oh i have an example yeah you got one yeah so i think we talked about this the other day or i brought it up to you so you know how they say like you know genetics obesity runs it's a genetic thing yes. it can be genetic mm -hmm. like I do think there are genetic components like looking at genes yes I think there are definitely genes that do affect that but I do think that a big part of why it's quote-unquote genetic is like what you're just saying how like what are you around when you're younger like your environment right yes. if you're born into a family that most of your family is obese mm -hmm. you're most likely going to grow up also being that way because you're being surrounded by those like people that live a certain lifestyle, yes. you know, they're maybe they're not very active and moving around very much. They have very poor body image about themselves. Yes. They don't know how to eat healthy. They don't know how to stay fit. So the, that young, that child grows up like that. That's just what their normal, their normal is. If they are growing up and their parents are saying like, oh, I'm fat or like, you know, I can't lose the weight. And they're not really trying to help the kid lose, maintain their you know, physique, that kid's subconsciously going to come up, like pick up all of those negative beliefs, all of the, seeing all those actions that their parents are, are doing. So yes, I think there's a physiological genetic component to it, but I also think a big part of it is the beliefs. And if you think about it too, like the people in like the families that like, you know, the child that's like known to break cycles or like steps away from their family, like the black sheep of the family. Yeah. They have different beliefs in themselves. Yeah. It's not a coincidence that they think differently. It's they had the belief initially that they could be different, whether it's maybe not living paycheck to paycheck anymore, from, you know, or maybe it is not being overweight anymore. Maybe it's whatever. I'm going to leave my hometown. I'm not staying here, whatever it is. Like you have a, they have a belief in themselves that they will be different, that they are different. And I think that this belief was ingrained in them through maybe a, a 
you were around a different family that had like a different belief system um, because of a friend, you know, so you uh, um, pick up what they're putting down. And so then you go back home and you're like, wait, their family is, you know, eating greens and salads. And then my family's over here is um, munching on. Yeah, exactly. Right. And frozen foods. And so then you eat healthier at their place. Cause maybe you're staying over more. You're attracted, you're attracted to that health. And then you go home and you don't want any of that food. Mm -hmm. And so then you train, you change physiologically. Yeah. So that, and, and so it, it depends on your environment. Absolutely. A hundred percent, but also knowledge. Knowledge is so important. This is Mm -hmm from books, podcasts, TV shows, whatever the case may be. But if you obtain it and you actually believe it, belief is so strong. And that's what this book is about. It's all about belief. Because once you believe it, then you become it. And then when you become it, then your whole reality shifts. It's, yeah, it all just starts from the thoughts. Yeah, It's crazy. And that's why people say, oh, think positive, think positive. Okay, it's hard. It's so fucking hard to think positive. You need a reason behind that positive thinking because if, okay, yeah, go ahead. Think positive. But if you don't believe it in your core, are you actually changing? No, because it's not changing neurologically Mm -hmm. in your brain. Yeah. Because there are neurotransmitters that connect a certain way in your brain there's like chemical yes and that's okay the subconscious is so important for that this is why we can sing songs while driving this is why we can have conversations while we're driving our body goes into like auto mode and like we get to do different things and this is why habits are important too because we don't think about it we just do it and then when we do it we become it and then when we become it we're that's that's yeah. the, that's the goal it's to become that thing in order for us to feel a certain way because feelings are so important too um why why do people want to get rich why do um you want to be successful it's the feeling you want to feel abundant you mm. want to feel and guess what you don't need money to feel abundant you don't need um success you don't need this this cool ass job right now you can close your eyes And I'm sure, I'm sure even when you were younger, you felt abundant. There was a time that you felt abundant, that you felt successful, that you felt loved. And you just close your eyes, go back to that moment and you're being it. And now you have the the hardest part is to open your eyes and live in that state because you can just look at something in the TV, the news, there's so much noise around us. And it's so hard to go back to that feeling. And so this is why meditation is important because then you go back to your core of who you really are as a person and not what you told me to do, what social media told me to look like or feel, you know? And so that's just why we got to practice these things, these little things. And that's why it's becoming so popular. This, this whole, you got to meditate, you got to meditate. It's hard. It's really fucking hard, you know, because now we have this instant gratification of social media we pick up our phone and we're like oh this funny video yeah. ha, 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 you know yeah and it's, it's hard, hard to be present and just stay still yeah I agree so I agree with everything you're saying mm-hmm. um 
if I were listening to this like five years ago, I'd be like, what the fuck are you talking about? What the fuck are you talking about, Angie? So let's kind of like backtrack because people were like, bro, you're being super woo-woo. Like what the fuck you're talking about? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So <laughs> let's, let's backtrack because I do agree with everything you're saying. So I think what would help the most if we explained like how your thoughts affect your emotions, which affect your actions and like the whole physiological aspect to it. So I actually had a call with the client this morning and we had like an awesome conversation about this um, because we were talking about stress management and a lot of it comes down to like her beliefs. So I was explaining what we're going to explain right now. Mm-hmm. So they always say that, you know, you feel free to chime in too, but okay. they always say that your, your thoughts affect everything. Right. And, mm-hmm. and I agree with it. So what basically happens is that you have a thought, mm-hmm. right? Your, your brain comes up with a thought and that creates an emotion. Mm-hmm. So maybe your thought is, so I used example this morning, something that I was working on, like been working on a lot lately recently. So I noticed that I would wake up in the morning feeling super stressed out. Yes. Like instantly overwhelmed, over like stressed out, like dreading the day. And I noticed it one day and I was like, okay, when this happens, I feel really heavy. I feel unmotivated. I feel kind of sad. I feel um, like I'm kind of sort of picking myself apart mm-hmm. and then kind of leaves this whole cycle. And then it leads to like actions of I feel like I'm not actually giving my all because now I have the thoughts of I'm not good enough and I feel mm-hmm. heavy and I don't want to do anything mm-hmm. and I feel tense and then the workouts aren't as good. So it's like it's whole, whole Domino cycle. effect. Yeah. yeah. So, but what happens is that you have this thought and it, it releases, it causes an emotion, right? So and whether it's good or bad. And I, I kind of want to analyze yeah. your thought. And I really think it's because you're thinking about everything you have to get done in that day, because maybe yesterday, if you had a whole list, you would, it would free up your mind. And in the morning you'd be like, oh, it's already all figured out. I just have to look at my list, you know, instead yeah. of being like, fuck, I need to do this, 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 yeah. this. I have like a thousand, in your head. I have like yeah. 15,000 billion things going exactly. on right now all the time. So not all the time, but a lot, but ambitious, but I got chill. journaling is key. I know. I know. I've been running. I've been making I have a shit ton of lists all over my house, all over the house. Oh yeah. oh yeah. My phone, everything, but you're right. I agree with that. Um, okay. So I have this emotion, yep. right. And I'm feeling not good. Right. And at least to my body responding, but what is happening is that there's a chemical, there's like chemicals that are released in your brain, whether it's like, if it's a good feeling, it's like dopamine or whatever. Right. Or, or it's a not so good chemical that's released in your brain or whatever, in your body, whatever. And there's receptors all over your body that basically pick up this, whatever chemical it is. So let's say, let's say, um, I don't know the physiological, like what the chemical names are, but let's say like you're feeling stressed, like that's overwhelmed, right? That was like, that's, that's whatever there there's, let's say it releases like uh, chemical a, we'll just say, mm-hmm. and then there's, there's chemical a receptor. So they're there to bind to this chemical to now cause you to feel even more stressed out. And that's your body gets used to it. So what happens is because your body is genetically like its main purposes are reproduce and survive. And what helps your body survive is by making adaptations and making, trying to make things easier. Right. So what happens is your body's now like, okay, well, I see this pattern of, we got to feel overwhelmed in the morning. This is what's happening. So there's this chemical release, chemical A binds to chemical receptor A. And that's what happens. Automatic. 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 What happens too, is now your body adapts and it starts making more receptors yes. so that it's easier for your body to 
get that that chemical. And so now it's physiologically easier for you to feel overwhelmed in the morning. So what I was telling my client too, is that this is why it's so easy to like habits are so easy to create, whether it's good or bad, when it comes to changing habits or making a change in your life, it's very uncomfortable. Psychologically it's, it's uncomfortable, right? But it's physically uncomfortable physically. because your body is literally going through like a detox yeah because it's not getting that chemical and yes the receptors are like bro what the heck <laughs> like what's going on uh-huh. i'm not uh-huh. getting the, the chemical i always need yeah. so now you've got to go through this phase of like your body has to basically detox from that chemical and now you're you're creating you're, you're aware of your not so great thoughts you're you're now changing your thoughts consciously we can talk about that in a sec which creates a new emotion, which then creates different chemicals and your body responds differently. So this is how your thoughts affect your body and your everything. Like physiologically, Absolutely. there's actually an effect going on, but also it's a train of thought, but um, like that's why it's so important to stay like, like not stay positive, like ignore what's going on in your life, but like be optimistic, like keep, yes. keep your thoughts controlled, like control how you look at things, keep your perspective. All these cliches that you hear, this is why. There's another thing. So yeah. I wanted to add that, what is it called? RAS, R-A-S, right? Yeah, so your um, focus. Reticular activation system, I think it is. I think that sounds no, right. That sounds right. Um, but that is installed within us in order to only focus yeah. on certain things that we're thinking about. So that is why, that's the science. See, this is, why I love this book too. It's, it's mm-hmm. because it gives you those scientific um, explanations of why you are the way you are and why positive thinking is so crucial. And I absolutely hate it. I absolutely hate it when people would tell me that when I was all depressed and sad. It's because it's difficult because you are in this state of just like the lowest low. And that's the last thing you want to do is think positive. Because honestly, when I was depressed, I liked it. It was so weird. Um, in this book, The Power of Now by Eckhart Tolle, and I'm gonna repeat it. Oh, I have a bunch of that you gave it to me. And it's I so it. good. He calls it a pain body. We have mm-hmm. this pain body, and it grows and it feeds off off of negativity, and it's and you like it and you enjoy it, and that's why you continuously want more and more and more of that negativity. But you can start with like something small, something that you like to do, something that it's not so hard to do and that you enjoy like going on your phone okay so you go on your phone and then you look at motivational quotes you look at motivational speeches you look at motivational anything anything that intrigues you you know you just need that like one little little glimpse even tiktok they have like funny shit out there that's motivational and so once you continuously like continuously watch that stuff then you start absorbing it and then you start feeling it. And the next thing, you know, you start picking up on positive things on the outside world, you know, um, maybe like you smile and I'm like, Oh shit, I'm going to smile back, you know, (laughs) (laughs) we're like Chewy's our dog is just sitting out on the, on the, like the patio patio. And he's just so cute, you know? So you start picking up stuff like that instead of looking at the sink and being like, fuck, I didn't wash the dishes and then shitting on yourself, you know? So I'm going to play devil's advocate right now because yes. you're what it sounds like. And again, kind of go back to like five year old, five years ago, mm-hmm. bro. It sounds like you're saying just stay on your phone all day and look at motivational quotes and like look at speeches and then just not do your dishes. That's what it sounds like you're saying. Mm-hmm. So 
and and then know what you're saying i get it mm-hmm. and you're saying like be positive and like again change your perspective but i think i, I want to just comment because people like i think when people they're just getting into like changing their mindset they're like so okay so i have a stressful day and i have to start being like oh i had a great day or like nothing went wrong during my day like it's okay. not no 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 that. i'm gonna i'm gonna go back to that yeah. i'm gonna ask okay. you i'm gonna be like do you want to be happy do you want to feel happiness because you have to always always go back to why why are you doing this why are you listening to the podcast do you feel like shit you know and so <laughs> bro i don't like this i'm uncomfortable <laughs> like staring into Bro. your soul do we'll you do you- podcast. <laughs> relax I'm, not therapy right now. I'm just kidding but no but I'm actually I'm actually talking to those people who have that yeah. outlook on life like because that was me that yeah. was me you know and so what helped me this this is just from my experience is like the tiniest littlest steps I was watching this show called fit to fat to fit And after I watched it, like saw people make changes, like trainers, they would just eat and gain 40 pounds. They were overweight. Their body was deteriorating. And then they went back to health. And I was like, that gave me so much hope. I got out of bed and started doing (laughs) jumping jacks. I swear to God, you know? So so yeah, maybe a motivational quote, a motivational um, uh, show or something could actually get you in feeling in a different state yeah and gets you so motivated that maybe you'll take that first step putting yeah. on your sneakers yeah. I don't know I think what you're saying or I don't want to paraphrase what I want to add on is like I agree with what you're saying mm-hmm. it's not you're not we're not saying like this is the key to solving your life right. like start watching speeches and listen to motivational right. quotes but it, the point is those small little like one percent like instead of being on social media and be like, oh my God, she looks so much better than me. Like I suck, I'm fat. Yep. Change it to like, oh, you know, she looks great. She earned yes. that. She looks awesome. Or instead of focusing on reading the news all day long and getting stressed out, watch a motivational speech. Like those little 1% is what matters. And, and you know, yes. And I also want to add that it's hard to change. Like you said, yes, it's very exactly. difficult. And you have to always stick to your why be like you catch yourself and that's another thing be aware okay i'm watching the news i feel like shit i'm scared i'm terrified what's what's this world coming down to you know you catch yourself you're like oh shit i'm watching the news i remember listening to sarah's podcast now maybe turn off the news and then put on some good news you know or just read a book on something motivational yeah. You have to catch yourself when you catch yourself. That's when you start changing. Yeah. Changes happen. yeah. So these are like really good first steps for someone who's like kind of just starting out mm-hmm. and like changing their mindset. Cause that's what I did. Like the literally, like, I think I told, I, don't, I told this on the podcast before, but like the first year of my grad school is probably like, I felt like the worst year of my life. And like looking, like, I know I had a lot to be grateful for, but I just felt awful. Like so miserable. Like I've never had anxiety like that in my whole life. I felt awful. And so I came home that summer and I was like, dude, I cannot go back to school like this, feeling like this every single day for another year. Like, it's awful. Like I cry all the time. Like this, something's got to change. So I remember I just started listening to motivational speeches and I would listen to them on and off before, but it became like an everyday thing, like in the morning. That's why like my morning routine right now is so important to me. Like I look my headphones and I'm listening to something positive because I want my first 
half an hour of my day to be full, full of positivity, not talking about social media, not talking about what I have to do today. I don't want to talk about that. That my first half hour of the day is for me to get my mindset right. So, but I've, I've, that summer, like literally is what changed my life because that's what started me on to like where my mindset is now. Can I add what you did? So what? you left college, right? And I yes. think location is so important. So if you for like your environment, environment, yes. yes. 100%. So you, you left and it was almost like a retreat for you. You yeah. like started to find yourself and you weren't around that stressful environment. So let's say you have a job you're stuck in nine to five, you have kids at home, like you can't relocate yourself. Yeah, yeah you know? exactly. So what you do is simply go on a walk. Yeah. Go outside, find, go down your basement and your treadmill anywhere, or something. Anywhere where yeah. you're secluded, it's only you put on your favorite music. You have to change that feeling inside mm. and just changing your state on the inside will change your outside world yeah. because when you're feeling happy, well, guess what? I just smiled and you just started smiling. No. You see what I mean? <laughs> that's, that's the, the biggest change that no, like a lot of people don't realize it's when you're feeling positive, happy, people can tell it becomes mm-hmm. a web effect. So yeah. when you become happy, guess what? Your environment, your household becomes happy too. Mm-hmm. And because of one I don't, I don't know, just like one moment, like 30 minutes, maybe an hour. And then next thing, you know, like you're feeling different, you go upstairs and then you smile at your husband, you smile at your kids and everyone's smiling. You know? So it's, it's little things. It really is. And it adds up. It is little things. And I do want to add to that. Like, this is not just like, Oh, be happy. And like, do all these things. Like it's hard work. Like you're going to have days when you do feel like shit and you've got to still do these things. Like, okay, did, like, this is my wins for the day. You know, I'm proud of this. Like I'll do better next time t- for tomorrow. I, this is what I learned this learned today. And I'm going to do this tomorrow. Like, and continue to take the actions, like moving forward. Like you're not always going to feel great. Um, I thought that you know? like after reading this book or after listening to a podcast, my whole life will change forever. No, it, life is a fucking It changes your coaster. life, but it doesn't mean your life's going to be like it's, it's not an uphill. Oh, like you're not in bliss all the time. That's yes. not what well, life is. And honestly, like I, I'm grateful for like the lows because then it makes the highest feel so much better and also teaches you. And like honestly, I was watching like the good place of the day, like at nighttime. And like if you guys haven't watched it, it's like it's it's cool. It's I don't know, it's kind of weird. But they're in this like quote unquote good place and they're like all trying to be perfectly happy and it looks miserable because mm-hmm. there's like no conflict and there's like it's just dry it's boring and like, it's boring it's boring like, like i don't boring. want that i want that lows like one reason i love 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 bodybuilding is there are so many parts to it that are super hard or, like they're just challenging or really just uncomfortable but like when you do a prep get to the end of the prep and you're just like i'm dying i feel yes. awful i am not like this is tough and you still gotta keep going and then you get on stage and you, you do it and you're like it's the best feeling in the entire world like you just feel so proud of yourself like I want it to suck during prep because that makes that like the end of the prep it's so much so, so worth it yeah rewarding that yeah. feeling of accomplishment and I also want to add that nothing lasts forever 
yeah that's kind of like forever. it's a good thing though and yeah but you you have to think like in that moment you're like feeling like shit you're like oh my god like I, this is this is my whole life you know i'm just mm-hmm. gonna be depressed forever no no it's it's that one moment or it's just one bad day yeah you have or a tough day or a tough you know? day like, guess what tomorrow's a new day you yeah. know and you have 24 hours to try again yeah well that okay so let's kind of use what we talked about like your beliefs and stuff like this like you could be someone who has like a not so great day like it maybe wasn't a bad day but just like a really tough like you're really not feeling the best like really not motivated like you kind of just like really did your best to go through like the motions at work and like you try staying positive and like you just did not feel good the whole day like you you did your best you Mm -hmm. put intention with everything you did but like the whole day you just did not feel good you're tired like whatever right the next day you wake up who are you what are you gonna do you can decide it's gonna be a shitty day again and it's going to be the same thing. And then you're basically manifesting it again, because you're going to, you're going to go into the day expecting it to be bad. You're going to look for bad things. You're going to, your actions are going to be different or it's literally a brand new day. You can go into the day, expecting it to be a great day, change your whole attitude, start brand new, fresh, expect something good to happen. You'll subconsciously start looking for <laughs> the good things in your, in your day. And that's going to affect your mood and then changes your actions. And it's a cycle. So it, it comes down to awareness too. It's like, okay, well, you could wake up in the morning and feel stressed out. Oh no, you know what? Okay, I realized feeling stressed out, had a not so great day yesterday, but you know what? It's a brand new day. I'm gonna change my thoughts. Okay, this is gonna be a great day. These are all the things I'm looking forward to today. Like, I'm excited for this to happen. Like, I'm excited, you know, yesterday I'm proud of what I did. I did X, Y, Z. You know, like that's that's how you change your mindset. And now Absolutely. you start to feeling better. You're like, all right, you know, I did a pretty, it wasn't actually that bad of a day yesterday. Okay, cool. So I'm excited for today, blah, blah, blah versus oh, I'm have a shitty ass day and all this is going to happen and it's going to be miserable. It's going to be so long. Well, you're choosing that. So attraction. that's what you're practicing. People yes. don't realize yes. that they practice We're doing it like backwards though. Yeah, I know. But that's what I mean. Like yeah. people don't realize it, that yeah. they are literally practicing law of attraction every mm-hmm. single day, every yeah. single day. And from the beginning too. And so when you practice, guess what? You're going to practice manifesting like a shitty situation, a reality that you don't want because for you, it's normal for you every single day saying, damn, today's going to be another day. Like I'm going to go to work and I'm going to hate it. And so then you're practicing, you're practicing hating your job. Mm -hmm. So if you practice the opposite, like, I'm going to love my job today. I'm going to love it. I'm going to love it. And then you find a little stuff about your job that you love. Mm-hmm. And then you practice that practice that guess what? You're going to love your job, you know? Mm-hmm. And, and, yeah. and that's what it all comes down to is training your brain, everything in this, what you want to accomplish. I truly believe that you can accomplish anything through practice, through training. Yeah. And if you just constantly consistency right that's another aspect of bodybuilding is consistency and so yes absolutely and so when you are practicing those thoughts it's going to become easier and that's why it becomes subconscious and that's Mm -hmm. why the neurons in your brain literally change Mm -hmm. and that's how you become a different person next thing you know you're going to have a whole different identity yeah you're going to be a whole different person yeah i think Okay, I heard a couple of things you were talking about. Um, what was I going to say? Oh, we're talking about consistency. And, you know, I was saying how this is not like some overnight thing. This mm-hmm. is something you have to practice. Yeah. It's one, you're not going to be, your life's not going to be perfect. It's not like you discover this and your life's 
life's perfect. It's just so much fucking better. But consistency, again, if you're having, if you're waking up every single day, expecting it to be a bad day because you're stressed out and dreading work and dreading X, Y, Z. And then you do that again the next day and the next day. We'll look back. How many of those days were shitty days and how many, or, or not productive? Like how many of those days do you have a terrible mindset? How many of those days could have been much better days if your mindset was different, if you handled things differently? Like that's where that consistency comes from. It's not like, oh, start doing gratitude and do all these things. It's like, do it with intention. Don't just sit down to meditate for 10 minutes. Oh, I did it. No, like literally sit down and do your best to meditate, to be present. It's not going to be perfect. Mm -hmm. That's, that's the point. Also, I want to add meditations, not just sitting down. You can go for a walk and just be aware. Coloring in a coloring book is super helpful too. Like that's, I feel like best way to start. All you have to do is be in the present moment right here, right now. You're not thinking about the future. You're not thinking about the past. Yeah. Well being meditation, all it is, is being present. That's all it is. Like aware of your thoughts. Yeah. Or not thinking you know, but like, like I said, walking could be meditation. You can literally do the thing where you sit down on the meditation pillow and meditate, or it could be laying on your back or whatever. It can be listening to music. Like that's meditation. It's being present. The main goal is to focus on one thing because your mind is going bajillion ways in crazy amount of times and what you have a hard time doing. And this is why a lot of people have, I don't know. It's, it's different for kids, but ADHD it's because you can't focus on one thing for a long time. Mm-hmm. And that's where meditation helps. Yeah. It's practice. Yeah, exactly. I just wanted to go back to the whole identity thing. Oh, I think it's super fascinating because they say that it takes until 24, 20- it takes up to 25 years old for your brain to be fully functioning yeah and you're fully like yeah full brain capacity adult brain adult brain like, yeah right and so um i think that during up to that time we as young adults should have more freedom to explore ourselves. Oh, plugs her own podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Unintentional. This is my life, guys. (laughs) Guys, we'll plug her podcast at the end too. (laughs) It's called Finding Freedom. Let's go. Okay, continue. (laughs) I could talk about it for days, but like the for me, I, I truly want to change the younger generation and help them like find themselves more because after 25, it gets harder. It gets harder. I don't know yet. I don't know. Yet. I don't I don't know. Do that. you know? I don't agree with that. Well, I'm just saying that habits changing your lifestyle, you know, it's, it takes time. It takes yeah. a longer, more practice, more consistency, you know, but you have you're when you're younger what are you like a sponge you know Mm -hmm. so you're consuming 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 and that's how you're building your identity and that's why if you continue to practice that identity it Mm -hmm. you 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 form into it yeah yeah no actually so I like that so it's never too late to start something 100 I wasn't saying that no 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 so I'm I'm just prefacing that Yeah, yeah never too late but it it does get harder the older you are in the sense, because 
you've had, let's say you've had 40 years believing that you're not good enough versus starting at 20, Mm -hmm. those chemicals and those receptors, there's more of them. So your brain again has, is physiologically more like addicted to feeling that way. But I, I don't know. I'm going to finish reading this book and I I feel I'll write it down. I don't know. I'll find out, but I have a feeling that I don't think that correlates with how it, it taking that much longer to fix, like maybe a, a little bit. Right. Longer, no, I'm not saying, but that, I don't like 40 years of just like hating your life. Oh, no, it's going to take another 40 years yeah. to undo it. No, yeah, no, but no. I think it will be a little bit harder in the sense because you've had more time believing that it's going to be and, harder. You know, you, you, you created this reality yeah. around you, you know, you attracted a lover, you attracted a lover that brought you kids, you know, a narcissist. <laughs> you attracted a narcissist because you didn't think you were good. Shit, it happens, yeah. man. There's so, like high rate of divorce because of it. Yeah. And you don't, you don't know who you are yet, and you're attracting all of these things. And that's why I truly believe that parents, the education system needs to start from the young, younger generation. Yeah. So side note, my brain's, my brain's going like everywhere, Do like it. in a good way. Yeah. Uh, one, I think going back to like the obesity thing with yeah. kids that are like obese, mm-hmm. I think another thing is it's not just like you're living around that environment, but I think it's also in school, you're taught that obesity is genetics. So you're like, oh, well, my family is obese, so I'm going to be obese. You know what I'm saying? So that's another like aspect to that. Yeah, like, that's just more belief beliefs that you're being told. Yeah. But I really wanted, unless you wanted to comment something else, I wanted to talk about the RAS. Yeah, let's yeah. go back to that. Yeah, so it's called the reticular activating system, which is a network in your brain of like neurons. And basically it just helps your brain filter out what's important. So um, if you guys have, like, I'm, I'm assuming you guys have heard of Mel Robbins. She's one of my yes. favorite people ever. Um, she did a whole like talk on this about like the high five habit and um, right? Yeah. Have it. yeah. And then um, like the RAS. So if you guys want to like just type in Mel Robbins, uh, RAS or like five second habit, I'm sure it'll come up. But basically, it's a part in your brain that's designed to filter out things that are not important, filter out the garbage, filter out the noise, whatever, right? So there's like, I think it's like four main things that your brain can like focus on at once. Like, one, it's like your partner or like threats to your partner. So, like, oh, that girl's like looking at you or whatever, like that's a threat. Or like going back to like when like thinking of like survival mode, right? Like you're trying to make sure that your partner is not like, that's your person, you know? I think you go mama mode too, you know? You're yeah. being so, cautious of your kids. So that's one, I think it's, I think the second one's like food and water or something mm-hmm. like that. I don't remember mm-hmm. the other ones, but there's also one that you kind of get to choose. And it's like, it's like whatever you think is important. So like, if you, if your beliefs are like, I'm not good enough, I look like shit and no one likes me. Well, your, your brain is going to literally look for all the proof it can find Mm -hmm. that proves that. Mm -hmm. So let's say, uh, you, let's say like you're, you actually hire a coach and your goal, you're like 30 pounds overweight or you want to lose 30 pounds. Right. Mm -hmm. But you are in a growth phase first. So you have to focus on building muscle. You go into the store and try on a shirt and doesn't fit. It's like a little bit big on you. It's size you normally get. doesn't only fit you. You could assume, oh shit, I'm getting fat. Even mm-hmm. though my check-ins have been fantastic. My coach is super happy with me, mm-hmm. but I'm getting fat. That, that's the solution. I'm getting fat. I look like <laughs> shit. That's the answer. Yeah. Or you could say, oh, wait, you know, maybe I built some muscle. Ooh. Maybe I built some muscle. Mm. So it's like, again, like choosing your thoughts, but 
so again, you're, if you're, if you're brain and you believe that you're, you look like shit and you're not good enough, like it's going to look for evidence. So the evidence it found there was, oh, the shirt doesn't fit because I, um, I, I look like shit. And this is where body dysmorphia comes in. Cause <laughs> yeah. you look in the mirror and yeah. then you start looking at like squishy parts of you that are actually normal. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's not to hold up a different topic. Yeah, absolutely. But, okay. So like what other examples can we find like for finding like the evidence? Like, okay. So the example that I think Mel uses is like a red car. Mm. So if you're yes. like, Oh, you know what? I need to get a new car. You really want a red, red car. I'm just like focusing on red. <laughs> yeah. I want a red car. You're going to drive around all day long seeing red cars. Like you should be so much more aware of them because now you're aware of it. That's what you want. That, that your brain has now determined that a red car is super important and I need a red car. So you can start searching for all of it. Right. Um, another example could be like, okay, for me, like, honestly, I always see coffee shops all over. Cause like <laughs> my brain associated coffee with like amazingness. Coffee, coffee, coffee. <laughs> so I'm always able to like spot them out. Like literally my brain is now associated with coffee being really important um but like another example is like not feeling good enough at your job let's say like you're a teacher and you like don't feel good enough and like you had one kid that failed a test let's say it's your first year teaching right you're trying to figure out if you're a good teacher or not um you've got one kid that failed a test one kid you had to send to the principal's office and the same week uh you know something else happened I don't know mm-hmm your maybe your belief is that you're not good enough and now you're you're like oh those are all proof that i'm not good enough i suck yep that's that's the teaching yep yeah. that's my proof that's what my that's brain proof. associates yeah, yeah exactly but if you can identify that false belief that you're not good enough or maybe you aren't good enough i don't know maybe you suck or you gotta work it around on it. and be like 90 percent of the kids got like over yeah. 90 oh, or something yeah. like that yeah so 90 of my kids have like crushed this exam and or not exam like whatever and I got a compliment from my, my fellow coworkers about how well I teach. And but guess what? Because of rest and you're choosing that uh, negative outlook on life, you're going to dismiss you're all see, of that. Yeah. You're not going to see it. Yeah. And maybe this is why I want to go off a little tangent, but this is why therapy is so important because you yeah. are so narrow focused on these like negative um, things that are happening in your life. You don't get the full picture. Mm-hmm. You don't see the positive things that um, come up in your life, but someone else does and could, you know, now, um, tell you, and now you're aware of it and you're like, Oh shit, you know, I'm actually a really good teacher. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, I think therapy is awesome. I think everyone could use therapy and it's just finding the right person. So that's a mm-hmm. side note, but there's nothing wrong with therapy. I've been to therapy before. Like I know a lot of people, like everyone I know has gone to therapy mm-hmm. anyways. Um, but yeah, it comes down to like, what do you, what is your brain thinking it's important? What are you telling it? What are you telling it that it's important? Does that make sense? Yes. Wear this. Okay. What are you telling your brain is important? <laughs> there we go. Yeah. Um, I also want to go back to survival mode. Mm. So because that's was the primitive focus, it's like, I need food. I need shelter. I need water because if not, I'm going to die. My yeah. goal here is to survive. Yeah. But now that we have a home and we have water and we have access to food. So that's on the back burner. We're not focused on that anymore. And that gives us space to focus on other things. Now you can be creative. Now you can start a business. Now you can, but if you're cons- 
constantly focusing on like scarcity, like money. Mm. I need money. I need money. I need money. Well, guess what? You're going to attract scarcity and that's Mm. where law of attraction comes in. And so when you're constantly attracting or thinking, even thinking about that scarcity mindset, guess what? The universe is listening and saying, okay, like bring it up. (laughs) She, she doesn't have money. She doesn't have money. She doesn't want money. She doesn't think she deserves money. She doesn't think she's worthy of money. So guess what? We're going to listen because we have free will and that's what we're going to attract. Yeah. All right. So I'll give you an example. So I'm also working on my money mindset because I grew up in the environment of money is always scarce and that's what we're always stressed about. So I'm working on changing my mindset to that. Yeah. You got the, you agree with me. I do. So I'm working on changing that. So today I had to go, I wanted to go to Costco to get gas. It's a little bit cheaper there and then get like a four things from, from there, just things that I like always eat. Right. So I was going, I was trying to check my bank account just to make sure I was good. <laughs> I was like, I, I like to know I, I like control, but, but guess so, why we do that. It's because of that money scarcity. Yeah. If we so, didn't, then we would never check our bank account. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I was trying to check it. It wouldn't like, let me log on. So it's like, all right, fine. It's a sign not to check it. I was like, honestly, like this is, comes back to like awareness and like identifying if I have like if you're stressing over something, do you have, do you even have control over it? Mm. So I was like, okay, well, honestly, like I'm still gonna go to the store. I'm still get gas. Like if it declines, it declines. I'm pretty sure mm-hmm. I'm fine. But like, whatever, I can't control it. Mm-hmm. So I was like, what's the point of even even checking it? Like, there's no point. People are gonna be like, oh, you should just budget better. So we're talking right now. Consistent thing. Okay. <laughs> anyway, it's not your fucking business. <laughs> um, no, I'm abundant. But I was like, okay, so I don't have this. I don't have a, a control over this, right? So I'm gonna go to the store and do what I need to do so I went and I'm waiting in line to get gas I'm pumping the gas I was like okay it's probably gonna be like 40 bucks for like 10 gallons like that's fine it's not bad I mean like it, it is but you know it's about everyone else's I was like okay it's fine it's like I can still get around like I'm grateful my car works and then I look at the thing and it like fills the tank up and I'm like it was like 30 34 dollars or something 36 dollars like oh shit it was like I saved a ton of money like that was like way more expensive mm-hmm. I was like cool so then I go into the store and I get like the things I needed and I was like okay I'm pretty sure I'm fine but like whatever I'm just gonna just scan it. It's fine. I'm abundant. Like I'm grateful. I can spend money and grateful. I can buy all these things like to fill my body. So I'm getting food and obviously I was fine. And I left. I'm like, what the, what, what was the point of me stressing over there this? Not, it, was, it didn't do anything for me. Nope. It made me, it just, it didn't do anything for me. And it kind of made me just feel not, not good. Put you in that stressful state. Yeah. You know, I feel that anxiety from you yeah, <laughs> just dude. even thinking yeah. about it. And so when it, you are in that state, people feel that and they will repel from you or you'll attract stressful situations Mm -hmm. that you don't want to be in. So because your brain is just like on this, in this stressful state, maybe your your debit card will fall out of your wallet and because you're not aware yeah, you're not like frantically like yes. stressing out yeah yeah See? stuff like that and you do this all to yourself the, the you life do. you're living right now is not because of anybody but you yeah. especially since you're 18 years old yeah <laughs> when you have like you're an adult you get to do your own thing and everything since then is you it's all on you you did there's no point of point of pointing fingers <laughs> yeah i think it's like it's, it's like something we're kind of like told when we're younger, like, oh, you're in control of your life. Like, again, like all these cliches, mm-hmm. but until you like start doing this stuff mm-hmm. and like seeing it actually affect you, like you start 
actually changing your thoughts when you start actually changing your your emotions and becoming more aware and like doing this work mm-hmm. it is work it is not i'm not saying work lightly and you start noticing that if it's like wow i have much better days like damn this whole week has been really great like all these things like it's a practice and this is probably the first maybe hopefully you guys are people that listen to this and you're already working on this but maybe this is a lot of stuff you're like oh this all makes so much sense mm-hmm. oh my god just keep taking one little like small steps mm-hmm. like listening it could be maybe it is motivational speeches maybe it's talking to people that you are inspired by maybe it's writing down what you're grateful for maybe it's writing down your wins for the day maybe it's writing down like your plan for the day so you're organized maybe it's like it does there's not really any big steps that you take it's like maybe it's reading this book but like i feel like you want to talk about that. i do <laughs> like i just want to yeah so we'll add in a sec but it comes down to the small habits like there's no one jump that you take it's it's you listen to this podcast now because you read Joseph Pender's book maybe it's listen to another podcast and then change maybe it's unfollowing some people that aren't positive on social media like it's small steps that that add up exactly and I yeah uh want to say you were saying the equation thing yeah do you want to talk about I I, two things so the equation thing um I saw on Instagram um it said 1.00 to the 365th equals 1.00. Nothing changes. But 1.01 to the 365th equals 37.78. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah. That means that if you take 0.01% of change every single day in a year you will notice a change there will be a change and if you're consistent to it Mm -hmm. if you add maybe points you're at two percent you know what i mean it all adds up and there will be a change but you have to believe it and you have to practice it and be consistent and i so that was my one thing the second thing was the reason why you want to change is something within you so I really highly, highly recommend, I don't want to say isolate yourself, but I really want to say, take time to get deep, like get to know yourself. Yes. It's so crucial and so important because every idea you have is through inspiration of your own spirit. You're working in spirit. You have an idea. Why do you have that idea? There has to be a reason behind it. You want to get fit. Why do you want to get fit? You want to do bodybuilding. Why do you want to do bodybuilding? You know, and those, those re those, those ideas, you have to act on them, especially if they're beneficial for you because it's for you. Yeah. Every dream you have, it's for you. It's not for somebody else, you know, stop following other people's dreams. That's their dream. You have to find what sparks and ignites a flame within you. This is why you're um, a coach. You know, you have this like inspiration to help people. This is why I started a podcast. I had this inspiration to reach people who needed to share their stories Mm -hmm. to help other people. Yeah, I love it. Because guess what? If you never acted on your idea of becoming a coach, you wouldn't be helping so many lives. 
we, we wouldn't be sitting here and making a podcast. So whatever thought that pops into your head and, and you, you only hear it when you're quiet and when you're by yourself. And this is another reason why meditation is so important. This is why you got to go on those walks by yourself without the family, without the friends, without the boyfriend, by yourself, because this is your body and this is your life. Hmm. You can always change your reality. For example, we moved from the East Coast to the West, from Massachusetts and Connecticut to Colorado. We chose this because we had a calling. At least I did. Yeah. So it's a gut feeling. It's a gut feeling. Yeah. And that's what you always should act on. Yeah. So I want to comment on like a bunch of these things. So really quick. Yes. So the equation thing, I want to word it just like a little bit different way. So it's either saying it's like if you're just one percent better, one do one change each day that adds up, or you could think I want to be 101 percent better, like 101 percent each day. Like yeah, it's not just 100 percent. Yeah. That extra one percent. That extra mile. Yeah. Extra mile. Um. Also, you said get to know yourself. I think that could be a cool podcast to do like later down the road about like shadow work and just like just getting deep on like your false beliefs. How many different like tests, personality tests there are out there to discover yourselves. There's from astrology, human design, there's enneagrams, there's um, those ENFT, those whatever it's called um so many bajillion things where you can find yourself discover yourself whatever resonates with you and now because you know yourself you're aware of like maybe i'm not the best at budgeting okay so maybe i should um reach out to somebody who can help me or maybe i need to uh, um listen to more podcasts and and things to actually figure this out because i'm not i'm i'm terrible at it I saw, you know, I mean, that's a belief too, but, (laughs) but, and, and so once you start self-discovering yourself and you start bettering yourself, now, you know why you are the way you are. Yeah. Yeah. So we can do the top podcast. I feel like that's a whole different podcast, but just like self-care, it's not like the face mask, going to the spa and little bath. Like those are great to do every once in a while. Like that's fine. Go ahead. But like, I think true self-care is like, getting deep on like your traumas and negative false beliefs, like all these things, becoming aware of them. And now you can change them because it's really hard, if not impossible to make, that's why saying just be positive is bullshit because you have to identify like, what are your negative beliefs? What are their false beliefs about yourself? What is, why are you the way you are? Okay. Now you're aware of it. It's uncomfortable. I'm sure it's very, that's, that stuff's not fun. I've done it like, and it's going to keep happening. It's part of the life. You can't bury that stuff down. You've got to get aware of it. And we'll talk about that. I think it'd be a really good podcast to talk about mm-hmm. in the future. But getting deep on your traumas and things you need to work on, become aware of it. And now mm-hmm. you can start working. So again, just start somewhere, but don't be afraid of getting deep on like how it is, like, why are you feeling this way? Like getting deep on that stuff. because That's super important. Um, and then the last thing I wanted to say was just off of some ideas and stuff and how they're really important. And like, oh, where'd this idea come from? um the book think and grow rich by napoleon hill awesome actually that that book's fucking awesome like that book it it's it's like above its time like of its time like it's so good talks about manifestation but talks about it in the sense of like business it's like really cool but um 
in the book he's talking about how like he's like describing like billionaires and how like literally they earned that life just from an idea it came from one simple idea Chills. and then they took action on it they had, they had and then the whole book it talks about like the the basically the, the components you need to have in to be successful which is consistency is one of them persistence is one belief is one desire is one like those are like those are vision like those are all parts of like manifestation and it's really cool to, like after i read the book i was like oh this makes so much sense because you're reading it it's kind of like okay i got it and then you read the, the book you're like oh but anyways um ideas are really powerful so if you get an idea of like oh, i should hire that coach i really i feel like i should i feel like i should do it like i've just been meaning i've been seeing their stuff i've been thinking about it like think i'm ready you're ready if you're like i want to start that business like i really like like art and i i'm really good at it and i want to you know share it with people like start it or maybe it's you want to try a new hobby maybe it's like i want to try uh like powerlifting or something just what what's what's what are you gonna lose if you don't if you try it right. nothing you can't just, if you don't try it though you're not gonna know uh you can't um lit with your life not knowing you have to go out and try it. I always remember, I forgot, I read so many books, I forgot which one this was, but um, <laughs> so it's the end of your life and you're on your deathbed. Oh, I, this, this quote, real quick, this quote, it's probably one of the first quotes I ever heard when I started listening to all this stuff, probably before this. And I've had like multiple dreams of this, like literal Really? Scenario. Yeah. Oh, shoot. Like, okay. Well, basically you're sitting in a deathbed and then all of your potential use just are at the edge of your bed and they're not you. So you're laying there and you're like, you're face to face with, maybe you want to become an actress and that potential was there and that reality could have happened, but you're laying there and you've just been living a desk life for all your life you're like on your deathbed and all of your dreams and your ideas and your goals like everything it's just in it's there and it's talking to you like you didn't you didn't bring me to life like you were the only one yeah in this whole world who could do this and you didn't do anything and i'm just gonna die in the if i think it's eric thomas talking or maybe it's les brown but he's talking about like the graveyard and how the graveyard is one of the most the wealthiest places in the entire world because that's where all dreams and ideas that could have been worth something whether it's money or just big they could have been so impactful they're just they died because people didn't take action that that's literally like that's the quote um and it's really powerful and like i wish more people would think this way like it's why real quick you're not on this fucking earth to live a nine to five work a nine to five job maybe maybe your job is nine to five and you love it that's different but like you're not on this earth just to work monday through friday and and then be like oh i can wait for friday to come and then sunday comes oh i have to go work that's not life it's not not even about work too it's about how you feel yeah your intention your intention exactly or like you not following those ideas you're suffering you're self-sabotaging yourself because you're constantly going to think about it and think about it and think about it and guess what you're going to keep thinking about it until you do it So might as well save yourself from all that stress, anxiety. And I think that's another reason why people have stress and anxiety and all of these mental illnesses is because they are, they feel stuck when the cage is wide open, it's, it's unlocked. You just got to step out. 
Ooh, like, <laughs> that was a foreshadow. Cool. <laughs> yeah, people were like, what are you talking about? Yeah. Like, you'll find out what that means in a sec. The whole like leaving a cage thing. So. Oh, yeah. But a little insane, yeah, a little yeah. foreshadowing something cool for Sarah's business. Yeah. Like coaching. But all this, all this comes down to your thoughts. Yeah. At the end of the day, guess what? Why you are the way you are, why you are where you are is because of your mindset. Yeah. And I want to add, I just don't tolerate excuses because that's just, you're just choosing it. All right. Come you're Sarah. choosing your life. Yes. I, I don't complain to myself. I don't mm. make excuses. I'm like, you know what? I did that. I'm proud of it. But you know, this is why I did it. And I did it. Whatever. Yeah. I learned from it. Straight up. I don't make excuses to myself. I don't do it. Mm. And because you're just choosing it. You're, you're avoiding getting, getting deep on what, what was the problem? Like, why are you not taking action? You're making up an excuse. So you're just covering it up. And then you're just choosing to stay where you're at. That's what life are. is full of yeses and nos. When you're saying yes to something, you're saying no to something else. Mm-hmm. If you, you're, if you, okay. And then, and everything is hard too. It's difficult. Like the thing, the best things in life are fucking hard. That's the point. Absolutely. It's, it's hard to be fit. It's hard to be overweight. So do you choose, choose one? your heart? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Okay. We've been talking for, I have no idea how long we've been talking, but we can go off. I think there needs to be a third. Well, we'll have, we'll have multiple episodes, I think. And if anyone has ideas or like, oh, this really stuck out to me to talk about this, please let us know. But before you leave, so Angie, Mm -hmm. I want to ask you this, this podcast is called Fill Your Champion. It's about Mm -hmm. unleashing your potential, realizing that there's so much more in your life. I think we all have unlimited potential, but it's, waking up and realizing that there's so much more I can be doing that I have to offer that I can be. So what is your definition of a champion? Mm, This is good. That's a good question. My definition of a champion is someone who has that idea and sticks to it and becomes and does their best. Yeah. Because that's all you can do is your best champions. They are the ones who have a dream and don't stop until they accomplish that. Yeah. Can you tell me how many times I've said, I, I want to quit? Uh, how, many times, <laughs> how many times I told you that? I'm like, I, I want to quit. <laughs> yeah. I haven't done it. I, I'm never going to quit. I'm not going to quit. But there, there's yeah. days when I felt like it. Absolutely. Yeah. But that's what, same with you, dude. Oh yeah. Trust me, sister. I'm just yeah. still trying to figure myself out. Um, for me, not giving up is still being here. No quit. that's right that's right so just be consistent stick to your dreams and the best thing you can do for you yourself is is change your mindset yeah Yeah. i love it i love it i love it so much (laughs) we'll definitely have more we'll have you on again for sure talk about a lot of we can talk about Uh, a lot of stuff so yes yes, yes. we'll have to we'll be able to get halfway through the book and we'll do an update and then we'll do like one or two more I'm I know it's gonna be really good guys should we start a book club (laughs) yeah I low-key even thinking about that seriously it'd be cool yeah seriously you guys if you guys are interested like if we did that like join us send me a message on like Instagram or or we could do a whole ass zoom call yeah I want to make it look we'll make it cool it's not gonna be something like oh let's talk about our book once a week (laughs) it's gonna be cool guys I really was thinking about that and I was like people do that like for sure i, I love would. it i love i love um hearing advice i love probably get some giving free advice, advice love, from both of us right <laughs> life Dude, advice absolutely i'm yes. all for it i want to yeah. hear your thoughts yeah um 
Yeah, that'd be yeah, so awesome. Yeah. Okay, so dude, how can people contact you or just yeah. like want to follow you, like your art or your podcast? Like, yeah. tell me about that. So, um, please, please reach out to me at Angelica O B I E on Instagram. Um, that's the best way to find me. I, I don't really use any other social medias, yeah. but yeah, please reach out and then uh, follow my podcast finding freedom it's on spotify and anchor i would really appreciate if you give it a listen and share it because there are people who need to hear some something like hope they need they need hope yeah and i think that listening to other people's stories gives people hope yeah i was blessed to be on your podcast and then episode two yeah and then our other roommate lisa was on there she's really inspiring stories um, but really her podcast is about like, kind of like, you want to explain it really quick? Yes. So um, it's called finding freedom because the whole point is to free yourself from any struggles, um, trials and tribulations that you're going through that you think that you can't overcome. But there are people out there who are in your spot. I've been in a lot of people's spot going through anxiety and depression and I've overcame it. I freed myself. You know, there are going to be times well that it comes back, but for the most part, yeah, it's, it's a good feeling. Yeah. It, her podcast is really inspiring and it's, it's just real. So it's a really good podcast. I'd recommend listening to you guys. Um, I hope you guys really enjoyed this episode. Like this is awesome. Yes. Uh, I like when they're just like, really like they just flow like this. Naturally. Those are the best ones. Yeah. Um, but guys, if, I would really appreciate if you guys like if you guys liked it like take a screenshot and like share on your Instagram story or like tag us or if you guys have questions or comments like send us a message like I'd love to hear this input like seriously like for you guys listen to obviously so um if you guys have like ideas or things we want to talk about next time or whatever like please let us know um make sure to you know rate review subscribe all that fun stuff show the friend um but guys have an awesome rest of your day night morning angie thank you so much for having coming on i'm excited to have you on again and yeah we'll talk to you guys next time so thank you guys and i'll talk to you guys soon Bye. bye